0: mindset podcast i'm your host austin and i have another episode for you this week before i jump into it though i do want to mention our sponsors first off eclipse holsters eclipseholsters.com you guys need a new holster need a mag carrier dump tray anything you guys need Justin team will take good care of you they guarantee right now three business days or less you'll have it shipped to you and if you spend over sixty dollars you get free shipping, they make an awesome product, they do excellent work. The customer service is their number one focus. You guys won't be disappointed. Whatever you need, eclipseholsters.com, and use our discount code prepared15 prepared15. Save yourself 15% off on your order. Also, mymedic.com. My medic is your one stop shop. Or anything that you guys need, whether it's something to take with you hunting, an ouch pouch for the kids, Boy Scout trip, whatever you need. They got they got kits for the boat, they got kits for the car, everything and more that you're ever going to need. Tourniquets, bandages, chest seals, whatever it is, they got you and they hooked us up. Mindset 20. We'll save you 20% off on your order. MyMedic.com So jumping into it, this week Uh, you, I'm going to do something a little bit lighter this week, you know, a topic that's uh, a little bit more fun. So I have, I have Trevor in with me this week. Hello. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about something that is a little bit lighter, a little more fun, a little less serious. That's good. We're going to talk about our 10 favorite and also 10 least favorite. Oh, there's so many. I hate movie firearms. Yes. So for some of you guys, I mean, some of you probably roll your eyes. Some of you guys are. Probably gonna hate these lists, but I don't really care because this is my pick. And, and no, Travis I mean Cook's I don't think you have to worry about that too much. I feel like most gun guys are also very, very avid movie aficionados of some variety. It's not true. Li- what? It's not true at oh. all. How? I don't know. Don't you have to to qualify for your man card? I'm pretty sure there's like a hundred question multiple choice section where you have to answer questions Dude, about eighties so and nineties movies. I mean, like the big ones everyone knows, but. Yeah, I know, you'd be surprised how many people are into hunting, into shooting, don't know shit about movies or TV shows. Well, that's just not American. The most American thing you can do is be a couch or, potato and overeat. their parents raised them instead of sticking them in front of a TV. There's that idea, huh? How about that? Oof. Well, we all see where that got us. Yeah. Why we are the way we are. Public Anyways, school. so we are going to start Wait, first. Man. We each got our own list of our 10 favorites and our 10 yes. least favorites. It was harder than I thought to come up with a list of 10 of each. I thought you yes. just said originally, like, write down your 10 favorite movie guns. I'm like, oh, that's no big deal. I can do that. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, you also need a list of your 10 least favorite. I'm like, well, right off the rip, I know three that absolutely yeah. drive me well, insane. And was but- thing, putting this together, I was like, oh, yeah, I could list 10 favorites. And I could get to 10, but the last, like, two or three I was, were kind of like gimmies. And I really had to think about them, like, what if I want to put them on the list and why. Yeah. And then when I got to my least favorite, same thing. There was like mm-hmm. five or six. I'm like, yeah, these things suck. I hate these movies. I hate what they're doing with it. Yes. It's awful. Facts. And then I was like, how the hell did I finish filling out this list? I, I didn't really have that much of a, an issue. It was like, wow, there's so much that I hate. How do I only just whittle it down to 10? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have that problem. Well, anyways, let's not focus on, on my negativity. While we're sitting here, you know, having fun and stuff. Um, we're having a nice adult beverage. You want to tell everybody what you're trying for the first time today? No, not really. I'm having booze. Rye whiskey. Great. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, some Redwood Empire or something. Yep. Redwood Empire Emerald Giant. Nice 90 proof. You know, no, That's fine. I, I mean, I don't hate it like the other rye well, stuff. If it I makes you right. feel any better at all, every time they sell a barrel of Redwood Empire, they plant another redwood tree. So you, by by kind of like by proxy, are helping to repopulate the redwood forests in California. So thank is that you. What you. Is that what you tell yourself when you're down in these bad woods? I frequently have to find reasons to like justify my alcohol purchases <laughs> because there are several, like a week. Yeah. So you, well, know. you got a problem though? No, no, I don't have a problem. I'm giving back to the environment. Yeah, I'm, I'm environmental. Like, like, I'm, I'm an environmentalist. You understand? It sounds like somebody who's like, I'm not a gambling addict. I have a system. I just got to wait for it to hit, and it's like. Dude, you have a That problem. sound that sounds like somebody with a system. That doesn't sound like an addict. Listen, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> anyway, okay. <clears throat> so we're gonna start we're gonna start with the worst. And we're gonna start at number 10. And I want you to give your number 10, all right, on your least favorite. Yes. And why. I can do that. Alright, you want me to just kick it yeah. off? Let's go, go for all it, man. Right. So for anybody who remembers the 90s classic Demolition Man. <laughs> everybody's favorite foul-mouthed comic dennis leary plays like a semi like antagonist um dr edgar friendly he like leads the underground rebels he has a double barrel what i'm going to assume flare gun that is intended to shoot oh, yeah. like shotgun shells like it's a four inch barrel with like a break open breech on it it sounds like it, it sounds like it would just literally rip your hand off of your wrist by firing it Yeah, I do. I just think it's stupid and impractical, and really, it looks like they literally just took the mechanism off of a functioning shotgun and taped like a wooden stick to it to get it. Because there's there's no ergonomics to it whatsoever. That there's no trigger guard, nothing. Yeah, I'm remembering, I'm remembering this now. And they Mm -hmm. they get what they're going for with the whole post apocalyptic underground thing, while like the post apocalyptic. Normal it so world wrong. Is, it's such an evolved society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any of that stuff's pretty stupid. Because then people try that shit in real life, and it's like, dude, there's no way you're... Yeah, but now, thankfully, since that movie has come out, we have the internet. So there's video evidence of almost all of it. Yeah. For us all to I enjoy. Mean, our yeah, own it measure. is funny. It's funny, like, the first couple of times, and you're like, all right, this is stupid. Yeah, but then you come back, like, three, four months later, and you're like, oh, my God, how did I forget about this? And you enjoy it, like, two, three more times. <laughs> yeah, for three minutes all over again. Experience the joy of sharing it with others. So my... My number ten was the E eleven blaster from the Star Wars franchise. This oh, is the okay. this is the, the blaster that's used by all the stormtroopers. Okay. It, here's why it's me <laughs> and why it made it on this list is the worst for me. It's accuracy problems? <laughs> yeah. It does it how good can it be? You I mean Nobody's ever been shot by a Statistically speaking, one. they should have accidentally hit what they were shooting at in every one of those movies. Even if you mm. go back to like Attack of the Clones, if you go into like these awful horrid um sequels that we had, the Ryan Johnson pre- the what? <clears throat> the Ryan Johnson trilogy or whatever. Oh yeah. They use the same model of gun. It's like, you yeah. know, you'd think that somebody would have improved upon that at, at this point. No. No, nope. even the Rebels that used it, like, they didn't shoot shit. I'm pretty sure, yep. you know, it's just, it's not, I mean, That's I That's true, the a, Rebels did have a similar gun. It just had, like, a like a different muzzle device or something, right? Yeah, it kind of looked that way. We had a lot of like toys a scope, and stuff. Like, with, like, grandpappy's hunting scope on yeah, the top. and if you look at, like, some of those books, I know we mm-hmm. owned a bunch of the books that, like, diagrammed all of those and stuff when we were kids. It's like, oh, look, it's got a laser rangefinder and a scope and a folding stock. It's like, you never saw any of that shit used. No, nope, they never used it. <laughs> you guys are fucking terrible. Yep. Go swallow a knife and then Absolutely. hit the range. Yes. Practice, practice, practice. All right. So for you, what's number nine on your uh on your on your least My uh horrors? Um the noisy cricket from Men in Black. Oh that was, yeah. like, the gun that you got out. You remember, like, those little machines that we used to see at the stores all the time where, you you know, yeah. you, you dump in, like, 50 cents, you turn the little dial, and it poops out a little plastic container. Little plastic and then you pull out, like, this little, a- little tiny plastic gun that is just... It barely is grabbable. Like, you, you can't even get all three of your fingers onto it. That's what that gun reminds me of. It got cooler when they did the cartoon because and they put, they a, put suppressor a suppressor on it. On it and yes. it was like, okay, this is kind of cool. But, no, I, I hated that. I hated, like, the... I, I, I got what they were going for. Like, here's this ultra-tiny gun that's just, like, hilarious to watch yeah. Will Smith try and hold. Oh, and it's got the destructive ta- like power of a fucking tank. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this will be hilarious. People are going to love this. Didn't it go away after the first movie? Um, after the first movie, I don't I remember ever seeing it in any of the sequels. But I don't it think doesn't it matter because, <clears throat> I mean, that gun was trash. Like, what is the point of having a pocket-sized howitzer? If it throws you back, like, you know, 50 feet every exactly. time you shoot it. No, it doesn't make much sense. No. What about you? What was yours? Um, mine was the KSG-12 shotgun um, from the first John Wick. The uh, The Caltech, like, double barrel pump shotgun. Why? Those of you that play, the, play Call of Duty Warzone, it's the uh, it's the doof-doof. You know, yeah. Like Why my, is that on your list of hated shotguns? It's not hated shotguns. It's hated guns in general. And the, I'll be honest with you, one of the biggest factors is because it's made by Caltech so okay so hold on let me let me just digest this for a moment <laughs> they actually come out with a platform that works is you know somewhat reliable and they took a design that needed improving upon you know the pump action shotgun it, it doesn't need it expanded its ammo capacity to two tubes okay made mm. it look bad as hell and you're angry about it it, it looks awful it doesn't it's, it's stupid because of the dual did you ever watch teen wolf can I ask you, did you ever watch Teen Wolf? I did. Yes. Okay, J.R. Bourne, the guy who plays Argent. Yeah. In the last two seasons, that is like his shit. That it is his go-to the, weapon. You're going to use the a Kel-Tec, teen drama as your argument for why that gun is 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 something worth being excited about? I've based a lot of decisions <clears throat> in my life off of teen melodramas. No. No. This uh, So, Caltech, A, has quality problems. They have reliability issues. Not to mention the fact that the ejection port for this thing is like basically be spitting them out in your armpit. Because it's down barrels. though, it's like it's like it poops them out like a bullpup almost. <clears> except still, I, I think I, I think that there's there's better there's other better stuff out there. I think the whole double barrel thing, two shots then pump, like, I don't know. I just I think it's awful. I hate it. I you think hate that, fun things. The only is the reason problem. I think the only reason they picked it to put it in that movie was because of the look of the firearm, not because of the practical application. It's the same reason. They picked not the HK 416 to put in that movie, but a rifle that's a clone of it that looks just like it. I can't mm. remember what it is. Okay, they picked that. Why? They picked why? The, so why is why is this shotgun impractical? You get more shots in a lighter platform. What am I supposed to do? Go get rid of a SPAS 12 that weighs like 18 pounds on What good it Do and, you? If it fucking breaks, what are you talking about? If it breaks, it's a Caltech. Listen, it's going to break. It's going to anybody. Those polymers are hard as a diamond. You are not going to break it. Listen, okay. Yeah, so maybe don't, like, no. don't rifle butt somebody with it or don't, um, what's that? Thing? Yeah, don't use the gun as an actual gun and fight with it in normal ways that you would train to fight with well, something. Well, you don't have to, like, mortar the damn thing. There's no buffer tube to try and, like, you know, jack up. But I, I whatever. You know what? That's fine. You're wrong, yeah, but nope, you're entitled to your own I think it's a terrible, terrible terrible choice for a firearm and i think they made it they made that decision for all the wrong reasons mm-hmm. i resent the shit out of it that's fair okay number eight okay so to be clear mm-hmm. i don't hate this weapon or this weapon platform mm-hmm. but since we're talking about movies this specific gun would be the um the golden ak from that lord of war movie with nicholas cage i guess i mean technically it's been in a lot of movies it probably has, but that was the one that came to mind, so and you're, I you're, think you're it's a ridiculous. motherfucker because that's what I had down for number eight on mine as well. Really? <laughs> was it was a gold plated AK? Twinsies. The reasons being too nu- too numerous, stupid. To, so like I mean like an end of watch mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just like, or in in thirteen hours even mm-hmm. um, during the the siege on the. the oh yeah, yeah. The, the, two, the two bros that were standing there with like the gold AK pistols, holding it with one hand, trying you know, to pop they off. Were, they weren't even AK rounds. pistols. They had the stock folded up under the handle. Oh okay yeah cool that's the thing they're still holding it with one hand i I said 308 762 rounds with one hand mm -hmm. like yeah you're you're gonna do real well with that buddy so have you ever shot an ak no i actually have there it's actually a very soft shooting platform i i'm actually a fan of it um the thing that kills me is it's like for being such a reliable platform it's a solid weapon right Mm -hmm. it it wouldn't have lasted this long if it wasn't right or wrong right no i mean why is it the fucking why is the same fucking idiots shooting it in every goddamn movie it, I, is I the, just, it is the the weapon of our enemy. It makes a distinct sound when fired. Yeah, yeah heartbreak ridge. I, yeah. No, I yeah I hey listen I if I had the extra like three grand laying around to do it the right way I would build an, an AK right now. But you know for practical reasons it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know <clears throat> people see you running around with the rifle. If it's an AR, good guy. AK, bad guy. Thank obviously, thank you, Hollywood and, and Call of Duty what's that thank you hollywood and call of duty yeah hollywood at is, is the very really least if you see somebody running around with an ak weapon of any kind on call of duty he may yeah. or may not be a good guy but he is definitely an a-hole like there is no <laughs> the gun's terrible in that like name. chill people don't use those guns it's always like the kyle's that are like on their fourth <laughs> monster of the day that like they're like no. oh man my ak is just gonna wreck some people and you're wrong and the barrel rise is definitely to blame not his horrible gameplay well, I mean, it's a video game. It's yeah. hard to put it behind. It. But yeah, I can agree with that. You know, the gold gold plated anything. Yes. Really, gold plated anything is pretty is pretty annoying. Unless there's something exceptional going on, like right. I can't justify that for anything. No, no, it's just bougie. It would Jeff for number seven? What's that? Would Jeff for number seven? Ooh, the Chiapa Rhino from specifically the Divergent movies. Oh uh, yeah. 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 It's the freaking future. They have little hover pods and stuff, and people are running around with six guns. I don't care how futuristic they look at like ammo capacity. Much what? What I do think we do? use that in? Um, what's the uh Not Minority Report. Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. that they also use Chris Vectors too. I think that was more of a futuristic thing. Chris Vectors. And nobody had really seen path, the right? Rhino at that point. It was still relatively unknown to the masses. I mean, it it, it makes sense, right? You lower the bore axis on a revolver to help yeah. fight recoil because that's one of the problems with revolvers is. Especially with like a big boy cartridge, like well, a three 357 357 44, 44, 44 whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, it kicks more. Lower the bore axis, make it easier to sure. shoot. Okay, I understand I it. it. It's just you know, why wouldn't we increase the cylinder size to like you know nine rounds or something cool like that? Maybe give the people Probably a make thrill. It super large and unwieldy, and at that point, you might as well just go to magazine. It's fed. a revolver. Yeah. <laughs> Ease of use is not <clears throat> necessarily. Yeah, but it doesn't jam either. Revolvers don't jam. Stop me to do pocket knives. I'm what this is a stupid argument Mm so I'm bringing a knife to a gun for your number seven the COP or the yeah the COP 357 Derringer help me out with that one yeah I had to look it up too I knew what it was I had to look it up to figure out the name for it at the end of the original bad boys movie Oh, the four barreled thing. Yeah, it's a four barreled Derringer basically pocket pistol. Isn't that a break action to load it? Um, um, I believe it is. It's just it's those four shots, right? And I can't remember the actor's name, some French dude. Um but he was he a wing in Wing Commander. Yeah, he was in that crappy rendition of the of Wing Commander with Freddie Prince Jr. and say okay. uh, so Lillard. I'm not gonna apologize for that. That <sighs> movie was terrible. The cut the commercial sorry, the cartoon was way better. I had super, super high hopes for that movie and it ended up being absolute and complete dog shit and I'm Again, I'm not going to apologize for that, at all. I refuse. Fine. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was my number seven. I, I think get that. limited ammo capacity, stupid design. Yeah, I mean, if it, again, if it was great, it would have lasted a lot longer. You know, um, I think it's a predictable thing at the end of an action movie to have the bad guy make like a last-ditch effort, and he's going to pull out some kind of gun. Right. Like it could have been so many other things, and they gave him that. I mean, it was cool. It's better than your standard two-shot Derringer or, like, a, like a, a pocket shotgun, like, a, just, like, a one-shot break-action shotgun. Like the Dinosauri like. gun from Demolition Man. Yeah. Yeah, like, just pull that out or something. You know, you know? or, like, a PPK, something predictable. You definitely didn't see that, but... How yeah. about you? Number six. What's up? Number six. The MAC-10 from Escape from New York, the one that has um, the hunting really? scope on the suppressor. You didn't like that for the time the movie was made? You, you didn't like that? I thought it was stupid. Well, I mean, all right. listen, that was from the golden age of like, you know, like 80s movies, which are, you know, hey, that's my wheelhouse. However, a couple things that bother me about that. All right. First off, I don't care what year it is. A Mac 10 is not going to hit a target 150 yards out. It's just not. Yeah, the scope's probably a little bit unnecessary. Why are you mounting a scope to the suppressor? It's not even an optic. It's a full-on hunting rifle scope on the massively oversized suppressor. Like... Well, no. I mean, you got to keep in mind it was also the 80s, you know, suppressor technology. I am keeping not that exactly. Mind. The only reason why I'm not knocking the movie any harder is because Snake Plissken had those issued to him. Per usual, the government had the brilliant idea to put that stuff together, <laughs> and then they made him use those, along with that ridiculous Ruger Redhawk with the optic on the top, which, which is, still I mean, people practical. hunt with those now. That's not yeah. really that. No, no, and that's why that gun didn't make my list. Yeah. Now, this mac 10, stupid, and it made the list. Oh my god, it's yeah. on your list, isn't it? No, okay. no it's not you actually. were checking. I to make okay "Sure." To I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Is that it on there?" No, I mean, given the time, the Mac Ten was a really popular prop gun used in a lot of movies. If you look at like um, the Chuck Norris Delta Force movies, they, well, yeah, I all made it made it seem like every person on the street had a Mac Ten and Uzi or a Tech Nine. Like they it was were just really, super easy to get. It was a really popular chassis when it came out because it's compact size. Yep. It was one of the. If you actually look up, and I was doing this for another pod outline. You look up the actual legislation from the 94 clinton uh, assault ban mm-hmm. like some of the first stuff listed is like six or seven different variants of the mac 10 as being like just this you know awful problem with firearms and even now people think that like a normal people they don't understand that's like are for closers <clears throat> man all the cool kids had mac Tens. no did you ever watch um ice ice baby the music video no pretty sh- didn't didn't one of the guys in that maybe have a mac Ten? i don't think so that, that music video no. What I was gonna say was most people not can't even tell the difference between that and an Uzi, right? They just assume that they're one Made and the completely same. different companies or well, con- really is- the other one's not. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it just I I guess I can see it. I mean I like that gun because I like that movie. hmm For nostalgia's sake, I say for practicality. You know, you look at the the plot what they're doing. Like, oh, we're going to airdrop you into New York at night to retrieve the present. Which is now a prison island. And that looking is... at what we know now about modern firearms, right? Like, A, probably should have picked a rifle cartridge for yes. a lot of different reasons. More instead range, of more stopping power. And honestly, probably would have opted for, at the very least, instead of that scope, like a white light. Would have made way not, more not sense. Not for nothing. Did you ever see him reload in that movie? Nah. Mm, yeah, it's been a while since I saw it. Maybe we're just to assume that was done off screen. <clears throat> yeah, right. It was only in the moments when he wasn't on screen, which was... Right. Po- basically never. He was it's never true. off the screen. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's just the talk the of He that big burly guy in the cage, though. That was... Yeah, no, I mean... He, like, yeah, no, I anyways, don't think we ever saw him reload What that. was your number six? Wasting too much time on mine, even Sorry. though it is was pretty great. <laughs> mine was the, uh, the smart gun from... Uh, runaway runaway so this is uh, really just this is a gem of a movie starring uh gene simmons as the protagonist the antagonist and tom Selleck as a uh, police officer wait a second was that the, the, the one with christy alley yeah oh my god okay hold yeah. on where the bullet like will seek out and chase down the target like around corners and stuff yes, like i remember this like because that's how christy alley got shot and killed in that movie Spoiler, uh yeah if anybody hasn't seen it well again. yeah it's and it's only and it been would, out for 30 years the other ridiculous part too was that like once it hit you it didn't just like shoot you there was like sparks and pyrotechnics and stuff like weren't the like didn't you have little crawly robot things that would like zap yeah, those you little stuff. scorpion things at the end that that was also something that has stuck with me in a couple of nightmares the only bad thing tom sellick ever put out um i don't know man those jesse stone movies are pretty rough no they're fantastic shut up mm. <laughs> agree to disagree, but yeah, I thought the premise was really stupid. I thought that it made the movie; it just it took so much away from the movie. You know, like you couldn't come up with a better device for the movie. Like, oh, he's a mad scientist that created a smart gun and he's killing people. Like, there's not anything else you could do there. Like, and Tom Selleck is a cop that chases down robots that short circuit in the future. And it seems reasonable enough to me. It was the late '80s, early '90s, right? I'm pretty sure that movie was supposed to. It was somewhere in the '80s. I'm pretty sure that movie was supposed to be taking place in. 2010 so like you know 11 11 years ago ago or something and we don't have any of those things the closest thing we have to a smart gun right now is these these concept ideas for palm scanning and stuff like that or some of these round counters you put on the back of a glock slide those are pretty cool no no they're not not. that's the problem You got those really cool (laughs) guns that can shoot around corners and stuff right you put a glock in the end of it oh yeah but that's that's just an an apparatus. apparatus that's literally you could fucking zip tie a gun to a board and get that done back in the 80s Hey, look, I can hold this plank around the wall. <laughs> that's valid. Um, oh, yeah, so that, so that was my number six. What was your number five? Um, so going back to kind of that same movie franchise, except that's not Escape from New York, it's Escape from L.A. So do you recall the governmental guards walking around oh, with the M16s, M-16s with, with, with no, no handguard? Hand it was just bare barrel and um, I don't think they had gas tubes on them. I don't, I don't remember seeing gas tubes. They probably didn't because they were props and they kept breaking them or something. Like, probably. But I remember thinking that, seeing those and being like, wow, what a ridiculous looking gun. Yeah. Did they run out of money in the budget? Like, and that's what why they is, What that? is going on here? And it was just like, I thought they were hideous back then. And now that I actually know what I'm looking at, I think they're really bad. <laughs> yeah. It's way worse. Yeah. And, well, the, and the sad thing is they were probably like legit Colts or something. Like they were yeah. probably something that Stuff people, people would, would be boulder inducing now. Yeah. Like, you know, and they, they just desecrated well, them. And, and you know what's worse, honestly, is that that didn't change, right? From Escape from New York, we had so many advancements in technology and cinema and stuff before we got to Escape to a, uh, Escape from L.A. Yeah. That didn't change. They didn't, no, like, up those guys' not. armor or their rifles. It was like, seriously, nope. you guys, this just is how lazy same, we're being? Yeah. And I get it because it's a John Carpenter thing. And to some extent, you want to keep the source material relatively. Um, I mean, how long did it take the... Um, Army to upgrade their camouflage? I have no idea. Probably a really long time. This would be a useful question for Sam. <laughs> I feel like he would know that. <clears throat> um, okay, so my number five was not necessarily from any specific movie, but um, the Desert Eagle okay, in general. So it's in all kinds of movies and it's TV shows. It's fantastic that you bring this up because I thought about just putting that gun platform in general on there because I was looking at the list of firearms from Predator 2. Mm-hmm. Although, what? from what predator 2 oh, with danny glover yeah. and gary Busey. yeah or danny glover has a massive laser just like strapped onto the top of his uh, desert it's eagle it's like the size of a fucking mag light <laughs> yes exactly i i just i find it to be kind of an unwieldy weapon platform it's super heavy super impractical the ammo's ultra expensive right and they have jamming issues from well, what i yeah and like oh well we didn't get it in in 50 AE, we got it in 44. Like, it, as if that makes it any better. You know, like, I know, um, <clears throat> again, they gave Deadpool two of them. Okay. And I was like, that, okay, that Deadpool th- gets a pass. He's a superhero. Yeah. Anti-hero. I mean, okay, fine. But look at how many other movies you see the desert eagle in and it's always like the gangster gun of choice and they just like oh yeah i'm gonna shove this in my waistband like i mean how do you dude, find like a, gangsters uh, to be like the most intelligent people in the world no, i mean that seems no. not a brand for them but it's so it's so annoying that's like a 20 pound gun when it's loaded <laughs> it's, it's it's like fucking, it's not 20 pounds it's might six. as well just stra- fucking tie a boat anchor to your zipper and fucking drag that around with you because there's a the joke singing. there that i'm just gonna leave alone <laughs> yeah that, that, that was my yeah. number five like honestly i hate the desert eagle i think what well, every time i go to the local gun range and i see people renting the desert eagle to shoot you I'm think, like wow look at you're a fucking self-indulgent dumb. wiener that has way too much money on his hands well yeah because i kind of want to one like okay so think like pre-covid yeah how much do you think ammo for that cost then? probably 45 dollars for a box at the range for a yeah. box at the range, probably. So you're dropping 70 bucks. Wait, 44 AE or 44 mag or 50 AE. I have no idea. Whatever's cheaper is still gonna be a lot of money. Yeah. It's still gonna be a lot of money. They both to be ultra expensive and kind of pointless. And it's not just you know your your twenty dollar fee to rent that gun. You know, it's like because it's a boutique y special kind of you know rental. Oh, yeah, it makes you like feel like you're walking around with a third cock. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also way harder to replace than just like a Glock 19 off the shelf. Oh, so 100%, it's twenty bucks to rent that. Hundred like thirty-five or forty-five. Glock 19 shooting nine millimeter versus oh hey here's a Desert Eagle shooting fifty AE. That's not a high pressure cartridge. No big deal. No, no problems there. Oh, no. Okay, so my number four. Okay, i yeah. um, going back to the Deadpool franchise. Is the Chris Vector from Deadpool two that Cable's running around with? I swear, whoever the prop master or the armorer was on that movie, they literally grabbed a Chris Vector, yeah. gave the biggest barrel attachment they could humanly find, and then just slapped eighteen different oh that muzzle like, break off of a barrel. Well, 50 a massive calendar. Barrett muzzle brake, an underslung M203, a Thompson wooden stock. Yeah, um, there was like some type of a phaser gun or something that they kind of put on the side, and then yeah, there was like um, a temporal generator I, on the I, side. I of it got and shit. What Like they were. I know what they to... were going for yeah, because yeah, I've seen yeah. the cartoons. Mm-hmm. I just think they completely missed the mark. I think from a distance the profile of it made sense. It's just when you start looking profile, at what they really... yes, you probably should have went <clears throat> with like I'm sorry, that whole gun and the magazine is full of nine millimeter. No, no. the Chris vector is actually forty five. Oh, good. Well, forty five kills your soul. Ask Great. anybody who carries a eye. Right. It still looks like you're walking around with a chode instead of a freaking man hammer. Well. It just looks like it'd be unpleasing. Yeah, I did I mean, and the fact that he just assembled this all like randomly based off of you know, his time traveler today's technology, there's no way any of that would work. It's I, again I get what they were going for. I just think that there's like way better options and platforms out there that they could have used, like the HKG thirty six would have been a way better starting point they would have looked oh, way with like better. the long barrel and everything yeah i the, think that I, would have whatever. done fantastic with like an m203 and you know a giant barrett yeah. muzzle brake on the end wouldn't have looked completely foreign on that gun i think that you could have done a lot more with that and it would have looked a lot more appropriate yes than what they did i think agreed The the chris vector gets a lot of love from hollywood um like we we're talking about total recall and stuff yeah dude nobody uses the chris vector it's not a reliable platform the no, place but where you look, but put, it looks cool, and that's what's important in movies. Mm. And I get that. I appreciate it. The place the where you put your hand on the front of it to grip it is like inconveniently, it's right where the fucking magazine releases. And that's why people have issues with it. They randomly release the magazine and drop the mag when they're shooting it on accident. Which is why no one's picked up the contract for it. It's just another one of those guns like the like the calico from the eighties with a drum mag on it. It's just it's yeah, that gun looks gonna so pass cool. by um was that your number four that's my number four okay so my number four is so the smith and wesson model 15 from uh <clears throat> from batman this is that ridiculous oh, six looks like foot the 28 inch barrel or something yeah like the, the, joker, one that the joker pulls out of his pants which you know i'm sure is a, a joke in more than a couple different ways i'm sure jack nicholson is packing plenty of heat folks but that's maybe a little excessive it's a lot excessive and it's so stupid i remember watching as a kid i was like this is dumb like this is just really, really dumb, and it inspired nothing but like pure hatred. And, yes. Like I don't anything is over like a normal six inch barrel revolver, mostly because of that movie. I refuse right. to ever, ever own. Oh, no, agreed. And then he shot down the Batwing. He shot down the fucking jet with that thing. He's a he's a super villain. He probably he's has using super bullets. a revolver, a standard size revolver. That the only thing it could be a 44 mag. You don't know what it could have been There's, bored out to shoot forty four mag. No, it how really no, absolutely not. There is no way. It's unreasonable. Movie and stupid. magic. Just go with it. No, I refuse. Just and we don't know how feeble it. the '80s Batwing was. Okay, how feeble the eight? A- Shut the fuck up! All right, gun. number three. Yes, the M sixteen M two hundred three leg gun from M two from Planet Terror that Rose McGowan was rocking. Yeah. How the hell do you shoot that thing? Like you just you point your like your nub <laughs> of a leg at them it's and all of a sudden the bullets just know to fly out. Not to be insensitive to any amputees or nothing. No, but still I think it's stupid. Oh yeah, you didn't see her like did she pull the trigger? I don't think she did. Maybe on the grenade launcher, but I think on the rest of it it was just like Yeah. She maybe the M203, but like the M16? No, no. That was just done by osmosis yeah it was just what yeah they randomly connected shoved to her, the, uh, the buffer tube in there and like they're like hey here use this just connected to her uh nervous system and by it's like yeah you just shoot it by like just relaxing it's like forcing yourself to pee pee oh, your pants no, no I, I have no idea no I, that's a good one honestly that is a good one Thank um you. my number three <clears throat> from uh once upon a time in mexico the el mariachi series oh no the guitar case mac 10 you didn't like that absolutely not absolutely not i think it's it's so stupid was it a mac 10 i thought it was an mp5 that was in there Uh, i think it was a mac 10 because i looked it up i'm pretty sure it was a mac 10 yeah because it was just straight stick magazines that you shoved in the back of it like straight vertical magazines a nine millimeter i think you can google it right if you want but i just i think that any of that stuff that's hidden in a guitar case is absolutely stupid um and i don't like it you know i think about from a practical standpoint i are not like recoil control and you know, all the other stuff that goes along with it. And I, how do you do that? I listen. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, I think that it's uh, a really big, stupid ass cop out. I just, I, I don't like it. I'll just, you know what? There's probably not a bunch of good reasons for me not to like it. I just don't like it. That's valid. Okay. That's it. That's, That's like, like your it. opinion. Okay. So number, thr- two. number two, two, two for you. me. Yeah, okay. Two. Um The, the like world ending automatic shotgun from Showtime that movie Um, in 2002 with eddie murphy and um was that supposed to be like a rail gun or something no it was supposed to it was like a briefcase sized automatic shotgun that was clip fed p.s this already existed because it was built off of a saiga 12 platform yeah they just put like a really stupid looking magazine on it yeah it was supposed to have like a super high cyclic rate of fire and it had like chromed it out and stuff right yeah it was just it was so dumb and robert de niro was in it with i think renee Russo might have been in it i don't know i feel like as we get closer and closer to the top of this list it's harder and harder to defend these kinds of decisions yes. like i just honestly i didn't even think about that one but that's a that's a pretty good pick that it is pretty stupid especially because there was is basically you just chotched up an existing firearm And, yeah, and you were, just like, threw and, a bunch of like chrome and copper bits yeah, on it and gave it yep. a see-through magazine with, copper a, with an under or something, or something. Yeah, like oh yeah this is this is world changing like like, at least in Eraser, it was like, oh, it's a rail gun, and the government developed it. And Listen, it's... that gun almost made my list, okay? But, I mean, but my point, like, at least that one was, like, six feet long. You could, they, like, even tried to make it look like it was a feasible concept. No, I, I agree. My um my number two is, we're going to go back to Once Upon a Time, in Mexico. Oh, jeez. And the guitar case rocket launcher. Because, again... Why do you have so much hate for that movie? I hate guitar players. I'm, just, I'm kidding. I don't. Um, but I do hate those douchey guys that always carry their guitar case with them everywhere. Mm. And that was basically these dudes and how many realistically, all right. And think back to that shootout. Cause it was like a 25 minute long sequence, right? Like yeah. how many spare rockets are you really going to carry in that matador jacket? Like the thing doesn't even come out of the case. You could have opened up the case and it was in there. How there was... much space can you really have in there? It's a guitar I think he, case. Well, all right. Do you know how many he actually shot in the no, movie? No, I didn't go that far into the. Okay, you know, the depth so you got one research. in the one in the chamber, obviously, because who carries without that? Right. And then you got maybe two. Let's be optimistic and say three in the case. Yeah, he did plus stupid, the one that's taped to the inside of my right thigh, because you know he did that stupid lunge, like flipped it up on his shoulder and fired it. I'm like, this is so dumb. Yeah. He had baller cowboy boots. Though. And like, think about reload time oh, sweet, I'm just going to go ahead and rock another fucking shell in here while everyone else is just shooting me with a normal gun. You're dead. There's And, I mean, in that whole sequence, dude stood out in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. You didn't really see him reload. Did that stupid, the, the splits or the squat or the lunge, whatever he did. It was like a, like he kicked his foot out to the left or whatever, and he kind of... It was dumb. It was super, super. It was super. a little bit of Listen, Hollywood dramaticism. I've got a couple of pretty dumb ones on my love list, but, yes. like, that... All right, so let's get Just to the don't. love list. Let's all right. So we're gonna do the number ones that we hate. Yes, and then we'll get to the love list because there's so much more fun to talk about. Right, uh, I would assume. Okay, so uh, my number one worst movie gun of all time. Yes, the organic bone gun from Existence. What? Yeah, that movie with Jude Law. I have no idea what that. I don't is. know. It was like, a, what was that one with Leonardo DiCaprio about the totems and stuff? Um, it was oh. like that movie before it was a movie. I still Basically, am. it's a gun made out of organic material that shot bullets made from teeth. I still, I, what? Really? Dude, That's a thing? Yeah. I guarantee you people listening to this are, at least a couple of them are going to, like, they're going to know what this gun is, I, and they gonna be like, you're right, that was disgusting. When I saw it, I was repulsed. Honestly, I, I sure fucking hope that, that they don't know what that is. It sounds fucking awful, man. It was. Google it later. No. Not I, now. I, I probably you. will. Honestly, I probably will, but yeah. I... I'm not going to enjoy it. All right, so that was my worst. What was your worst? You already named it. It was the the leg gun from Planet Terror. <laughs> the, the yeah, that one was pretty high M4 on the list with the, just, the The bone gun is absolutely terrible, and you'll you'll See, look but, a thousand I've, percent. I've never seen that movie, so I just there's no way I was going to put existence. That. I've only seen pieces of it. The movie yeah. is actually so bad. I mean, and there's like I mean, you probably could throw some like honorable mentions on there, like the golden gun. Did not like the golden gun, but I I appreciated the premise of it. Yeah, I mean, or like, I'm sure there's bad ones out there. Like the, um, like the Pancor jackhammer. Is that really used in a lot of movies, though? If it's used in one, it's too many. That gun is, a bullpup design drum fed automatic shotgun. That's literally, you gave me shit for that kel the only difference is that that one's drum-fed. No, no, not, that, no, stop it's too it, fed, stop it. You're it's just being same, spiteful it, right now. It's almost the same stop, damn no, thing. it's not, stop it. No. I'm not even going to, we're not getting into this. No, Okay. All, right, all, right. all right. I mean, so the, if you want to concede, then I'm, I'm not I'm conceding. P.S., I, just for argument's sake, my list of 10 worst guns beat the piss out of your list of 10 worst guns. You, no contest. there you go you really got me there i did i did okay so let's kick off the uh the favorites okay i'm gonna go first i'm not even gonna give you the opportunity mm-hmm. i'm going first because i know my number 10 is going to be awesome oh yeah it's gonna set the, the whole tone for both of our lists yep. everybody's gonna dig it i'm ready the m56 smart gun from aliens which technically yeah, not that's... actually a real gun well, yes i mean a lot of these the are prop problems, masters but... manufactured this gun from some kawasaki motorcycle uh handlebars and then yep. the camera mounts from and then a german mg42 or something yeah, It kind of a little bit some parts from the, that the heat shield um, from the some the, from that gun got put on it and they rigged it up on a um on like a harness or something yeah um and then it shot 10 by 28 millimeter caseless rounds um did you make Let's notes? See, it had a 500-round drum magazine. Yeah, I had notes. <laughs> and it had a cyclic rate of fire of 1,200 rounds per minute. Yeah, I thought that the smart gun was awesome in that movie. I I, I think that the, the whole concept, like putting it on a, the chassis, the camera rig, whatever, was probably the part that made it really cool. And honestly, I think they did it about as good as they could. Well, yeah. it was also auto-targeting. That's why they had the monocle. So well, even though it didn't fire on its own... It absolutely – like, it was – it, it yeah. auto-tracked. I mean, it just – it wasn't realistic. I mean, they had to ditch it, you know, pretty early on. They didn't get to keep them, but – Well, <clears throat> yeah, bulky, yeah, kind of immobile. It's just not good maneuver CQB. Yeah. I mean, well, but it's – Right. It's cool. But it's cool for, like, you know, movie's sake and stuff, so. My number 10 was the uh, Smith & Wesson Model 29, the 44 Magnum that oh, – uh, Dirty, Dirty Harry, Harry carried. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, – just from the iconic status, um, you see that gun. Everyone it's hard to go wrong with it. Everyone knows, you know. You, you make the jokes. You go, you know. Someone goes to the range. Hey, I want to shoot that. Well, where the hell are you? You dirty Harry. It's pretty standard stuff, really. It's true, you know. I, and I mean, and honestly, I, eh, well, it wasn't great in any of the movies, but it's just iconic. I think it's hard to really think about American film and not include that gun if you were to say top firearms me he didn't do anything stupid with it so yeah, yeah i mean for that was pretty straightforward A, A, if, if you're asking me i think it, they, they did an okay job with it yeah uh my number nine kingsman tt-30 tokarev with the uh barrel mounted uh, single shot shotgun tube that see that's weird for me like i do like that gun i actually think i have it on my list i don't mm-hmm. um i do like that gun i like the way it looks i like the clean aesthetic to it i like yes. that they went out of they actually went out of the box and didn't just pick, like, everyone a Beretta thought, like, or something. Well, or, like, a Walther PPK. Right. Like, oh, it's a movie about spies. Let's go ahead and just go with the old standby James Bond, uh, you know, Walther or, you know, uh, you know, a Beretta or something. Or a Glock, something that everybody carries, right? Right. They gave, it like, its own identity. And you can, you know, the single-shot shotgun thing I thought was... They didn't like overuse it, so I, I thought that was kinda neat. Right. Um, and I don't even know what kind of round that shoots really, but I think like yeah, a I thought two it was and cool. a half inch, you know, buckshot, birdshot. bird shot. No not the shotgun shell, you idiot. The the toker. Oh, I got nothing. I, I don't know. <laughs> kinda, I think it's some kind of nine millimeter variant. I mean it's like nine by forty five or something. Something's yeah, I don't know But to I, that, I yeah. thought that was I thought that gun was really cool. I yes. thought that they did a lot with it and I don't have any problem if they keep coming back to it. Yeah. Um, Mine was for number nine is the from John Wick 2. It's the uh, the AR 15. Technically, it's a TR 1, Terran tactical, whatever. TR 1, oh, yeah, yeah, with the, the Trigicon. Uh, I think it's a one to six optic on there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and the the sommelier goes through like all the who's it? Oh, ion bonded bolt carrier group and the Trigicon acupoint power or acupoint whatever the optic is. Yeah, um, I just like it because honestly, that's it's a pretty realistic X like. Wasn't it 30. chambered in 45 or was it a 9mm what, AR? B- no, it wasn't a pistol caliber, pistol caliber gun. It was just an AR-15. It was in 5.56. You sure? <clears throat> in John Wick 2. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's it just because it's it's a pretty accurate representation of where I think guns are today yes. in the civilian world. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that run the AccuPoint. There's a lot of people that run, um, I mean, because it's built off a of BCM chassis. It's a BCM rifle, Bravo company. Um it's just got Terran Tacticals logos and he upgraded the bull carrier. Oh yeah, all the, the, the furniture, the magwell, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean he you know. put that giant muzzle brake on it and stuff too, which um and the cool part too is that you know, now of course with the internet we know that Kana Reeves trained with Terran Butler for all oh, yeah. the John Wick movies. So yeah. I think the way it kind of ties that together is kinda neat. Um but just because it's one of those guns you can look at like, Hey, I have something that's just like that and it's relatable. It's not like one of those unattainable Hollywood guns. Well, and, and you you know, you could tell that what he was doing with it, the manual of arms, the operation, and the shooting and stuff is all pretty realistic because we all own one. Realistic, (laughs) practical, you know, it's not not too much range ninja stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, it's got like the right level of cool. I mean, it's probably what, mm, honestly, if you were to buy that yourself, you'd probably be around four grand. Probably. Yeah. I mean if you buy it that that package without the optic from Terran Butler, you're probably looking at every bit of probably twenty eight hundred dollars. I would say twenty eight or three grand. Yeah. And then that optic's probably somewhere between twelve and sixteen hundred dollars. <throat> then you could build something comparable to it though for about two. Oh, you can do it for less than that. Yeah. yeah I mean well comparable uh, that's relative the optic it's hard because Trigicon makes it pretty robust I and mean, i see I, I see something sitting in your gun vice right now that looks not it looks dissimilar <laughs> yeah it's not it's not far off that's lexi's right. rifle but yeah know yeah. you're right you're right okay number eight the spas 12 specifically with the folding stock from jurassic park oh yeah robert maldon uses it to uh hunt down some velociraptors but you know then gets eaten yeah i don't think he actually ever kills anybody or as a child i found that fascinating where he like unlocked the stock and folded it down and then unlocked the the shoulder bar at the Mm -hmm. end and you know i just thought that was really cool because normally you saw it with that massive like hook on the end of it which i thought was kind of dumb i think it's a brace to help provide extra like structure when it's folded down like that Maybe. So that the recoil doesn't break it. I mean, I have no idea. I, you also see it in, um, in iRobot, right? The the yes, the police chief has it. I think he's uh, the chief. He's the chief. Yeah, Chief McBride. He has it uh, yeah. under his desk. And then in Hunter, oh really? yeah, the old TV cop cop show. He keeps one in the back of his like POS. Uh, of course coronet. he does. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But that was. I mean, that's when that gun came out was the eighties. Yeah. That was you know next level. Right. Um Mine is number eight. Is uh, the nineteen eleven from any of the the, uh, steven seagal movies um so a gi issue 1911 (laughs) no i mean there were some that were a little bit nicer than that but i mean like the 1911 platform i think you're starting to see america's gun it it is america's gun for sure Mm -hmm. um and i mean you gotta at least give give it to steven seagal for at least being consistent in all of his movies i don't think he ever uses anything that isn't a 1911 not for handguns anyways yeah and i think you know uh I mean, he owns a lot of them himself personally. I know mm-hmm. he he's really big on the platform. I like the 1911. I'll never actually carry one. I like it. It's America's platform. I know the 2011 now is like the next evolution. Staccato P. Well, the Staccato P. Uh, you know any of the STIs or Tri-Elevens, the mm-hmm. uh, any of those any of those guns. Yeah. Um, it's like the next. It's the next evolution in that platform, and it's if you get it from. A reputable manufacturer like Triarc or STI or something, yeah, the feed the, the, issues kind of go away. Well, yeah, the the problems, the gremlins that always that have plagued the platform, um, they go away. They, the reliability is way up if you got yeah. high quality uh, gunsmithing. No, I'm not saying I would carry something like that over a I'm Glock. Not saying you end up with back issues. Well, yeah, honestly, uh, Sam actually for a while there, for probably about six or eight months, he was carrying a full size 1911 and uh, 45. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I can't do it. I yeah, hated life. Well, it's just, it's, that was that was his phrase, was uh, he feels like you're carrying a goddamn boat anchor around inside mm-hmm. your waistband, and it just wasn't realistic for him. Right. Uh, number seven, I chose the Salient Arms GRY rifle. Well, so could've... the AR platform that James Badgedale used in 13 hours with oh, that yeah. really super strange looking muzzle device on the end of it. Yep. But it, it had the gold bolt carrier group, so I was sold. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, actually, I just thought it was really cool. I mean, it's just a AR I mean, with a lot of cool furniture. And he also uses a Salient Arms Glock in the in the beginning scene where yes. him and um, Jack get yeah, pulled over. That's the reason the, why I have a gold Agency Arms barrel in my Glock because you know well, that movie. But it's Salient. You know, do you, I can't you know that Salient I don't hard or, enough to afford Salient? Oh. I mean, and it's it's cool. You know, I yeah. get it. Like the only thing that really is any is special is that they're just. You Know, uh, they got some internals swapped out a little bit. It's supposed to be a better barrel and stuff. I get it though. I mean, I like that. Right, I probably would never own that rifle. I would, I mean, oh, I me like either. it It's just, it, it looks cool. I think it looks cool. I just I didn't understand. i think it probably shoots really flat was that something that actually happened like because he was a team leader did he have something different than everybody else like everyone else in 13 hours was running around with With like patrol rifles yeah like colt m4s with uh you know old series eotechs with magpul vertical grips and a2 you know pistol grips and stuff so those are the rifles i like modeled my my uh ar pistol after i mean sort of yeah. yeah and that's I wonder like as a team leader because they did a lot of stuff with that movie that was really accurate to real life right they had two or three of the guys that were there advising on set so maybe Tyrone Woods did have something that was nicer and and more special than They're everybody super else kitted out and had all kinds of yeah maybe on I it. I doubt we'll ever actually know the the truth behind mm-hmm. that but yeah man I like the rifle all right what about yours what was your number seven seven for me the uh, the Marlin uh, thirty thirty from Jurassic World. Okay, yeah, Chris that, Pratt's gone. I like it because yeah. it's just you know, you can clearly tell it's rubber in a couple of different scenes. Yeah, I mean, you can only do so much, right? Right, but I do really like it because okay, so you can go on Marlin's website and it's actually they'll they'll tell you what each rifle is rated to hunt, like deer and, and elk and stuff. And on that one, I think it's the 4570, yes, um, 4570. The 4570 uh is actually has a picture of a T Rex on there, <laughs> so I guess mine it wouldn't be the, the Marlin 30 30, it'd be the Marlin. 4570 government but okay. yeah that lever action platform that gives them kind of more of like a game hunter vibe not just yes. like a military i mean it's easy to throw anybody an assault rifle or um or an ar or you know what i mean just something and say here you're the protagonist of this movie go you know right. this i think gave a lot more character made him look more like a, a hunter and a conservationist than it did you know just a Commando or so. I I don't know. I I really liked it though. I thought it was a good choice for his character, and I think it's uh brought some popularity back to the platform. I think lever guns are they're kind of kitschy, cool. You know, they got their own little yeah, a little underrated. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't. It's definitely not gonna be my first choice for basically anything at all. But yeah. I mean, if I had the extra money laying around one day, I would sure. Why not? Pick one up to, especially because like the forty five seventy. Man, that thing fucking. I've seen videos. It that kicks like a motherfucker. They got oh, it's sure. got a, a break built into the barrel. I th- I'm. I'm 90% certain they do. So, um, moving on to number 6. Another alien's weapon, the M41A pulse rifle with the underslung grenade launcher yeah. from aliens. I mean, what is there to say? No, it's, I mean, it's a good simply awesome solid flick. Built off of a Thompson platform, mm-hmm. dressed up for Hollywood. Super the, duper cool built-in range counter or yep. uh, round counter. Round counter. Yeah. And the uh, Remington 870 chopped down and and uh it would have been an Ithaca model twelve or something. I, I don't think know. it was an Ithaca. I'm it's not a, positive. Uh, like one of the, it's like a breaching shotgun that right. they just remove the hardware and furniture off of, and I think they they modded or molded some pieces um, yes. to make it look like one seamless uh, one seamless device there mm-hmm. the, the way they put it together i think that movie in general had a lot of well it means basically just those, the flamethrower was cool too i guess but they did a lot of really good stuff yeah the armors on that movie were top notch yeah i mean very inventive right yeah, i think jim cameron did a good job um, with pretty close to like um the only one that gets close to it in my opinion is like star wars when you start seeing a lot of the the german weapons and stuff that they yeah. they modded and turned into blasters and stuff i think the level of creativity um really those two top of the list if you're looking at it from just a creativity standpoint. Oh, for sure. Um, my number six is actually uh, the 14.5-inch Colt M4 with a carry handle from the movie Swat. Oh, yeah. That was... That is... So, it had a micro ACOG and it had that old Surefire light that's yeah, built, that like, molded into the one. hand grip. Yeah. And everything else is, like, stock Colt furniture. But... Honestly, I saw that movie, and like that made that was what like made me want to get an AR-15 when I was younger. Yes, and I, I recall. Mean, Didn't we go it, see that movie at, at uh, Silver Cinemas, which is no longer there? Uh, maybe with, with uh, Dad and uh, the younger brothers. I, I don't. I can't well, I'm even telling remember. You, we did. We did. Did we? I don't yes. know. I know I saw it. I thought that was clearly. super badass. Yes. But I remember when I looked into pricing it out, um, a micro or like a mini ACOG. Pants, is, like what, what? What all that stuff would yeah, cost now? A mini ACOG is still about nine hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. and um even finding uppers that aren't flat top anymore with the yeah. carry handle built in because i don't want to just like slap one of the bolt on yeah, carry handles no, on there no. you gotta do it right no, it's um, yeah just to get a colt m4 14.5 you have to have a pin and welded muzzle device and everything to make it legal or <laughs> pay a tax stamp Gross. uh yeah i know you're looking at probably 1800 bucks for the rifle plus 900 bucks for the optic and then you have to find one of those stupid lights it's yeah, good luck. One to three hundred dollars, depending on the condition and operate. Mm-hmm. Pl- and they're not even that bright. They're not that good. No, it's so, like sixty lumens or something. Yeah, it's something it, it would definitely be something I would do for like just just, just, just the for The, uh, of it. the uh, nostalgia factor. Now, okay, so number five for you, but mine. I have two for mine as a tie. I couldn't really for number your number six or your number five. My number five. So, okay, so ahead, what's your my number five? five um, was the lawgiver from um, Judge, Judge Dread? Dredd. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, different ammo types, fingerprint recognition. It looked kind of cool you know enough said i mean double whammy who doesn't want that i think it's a little bit unrealistic that's why it's a movie gun so my number fives oh, <laughs> um, okay uh we're okay so said at, at a tie right the yep. beretta 92 from lethal weapon and then the walther ppk from the james bond franchise um, so the beretta 92 like standard or the beretta 92 where he had the laser and the recoil spring no the standard oh okay. just standard from the original one no um the open breach design and everything you know super different um i don't know it's just one of those first action movies i saw as a kid I'm like, that's really cool. I really like the way Beretta looks. Then you realize, I mean, it's like an, the actual sidearm of the military here in the, oh, yeah. up until obviously very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get all kinds of iterations with it. And now obviously like Wilson Combat is coming out with different versions of the the 92 and stuff. So just a super popular platform. I think Martin Riggs was one of those like protagonist characters that everyone liked to get behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and James Bond is, I mean, Walter PPK. Enough just, said. Just classic. Yeah. Super. Every, everybody knows that gun. It's iconic because of those movies. And that's yeah, it's yeah. iconic in the character. They're like synonymous with each other. And it's a fairly reliable platform. I mean, I yeah. think it comes in like 380 is really the only thing I don't like about it, but given the concealability factor, I'd be okay. Yeah, it takes six rounds, seven rounds to three eighty. Well, and it's all metal too, right? right? So I'm sure with a smaller cartridge like a three eighty, probably doesn't kick very much. It's probably yeah, minimal recoil. I'd like to shoot one with the suppressor. Oh uh, yeah, I'd rock one of those for sure. Um, my number four. The UC nine, yeah, that's right. The UC nine, the undercover nine, the uh, the little radio briefcase looking submachine gun that folded open in Robocop two that the little little shit oh. of a child carried around. Hog, yeah, yeah. That's there's actually I think Magpul is getting ready to make to produce that. They Somebody had just bought uh, the they patent. had a prototype that was at Shot Show a couple of years ago, and people was, have been like more than a couple of years ago. It was like five years ago. It was more years than years that. Ago. Okay, it was it was like early two thousands when that first. When Magpul was in its, like, higher, like, when yeah. they first got big. But I, th- I thought, I could swear I read a couple months ago, somebody bought that design and is working on, like, they're going to be producing it. That'd be cool. Uh, I think you got to get a stamp for it. Pro- that would make sense. That one I yeah. could see you needing a tax stamp for. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it looks like a little laptop or something, and then yeah. it just folds open, and it's a... 30 rounds of fun. Any 9mm sub-gun, essentially. Yeah. You know, probably... Probably not. I mean, whether it's select fire or not, that's still, I mean. That's besides the point. Questions will be raised. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. What about yours? Number four. Mine was the uh, the Auto 9 pistol from RoboCop. Okay. I, yeah. I love RoboCop. I think the, the whole drop leg built into the leg thing was cool. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I was a fan of the Beretta 92. It was built off of a Beretta chassis. You can, I mean, right. you've got to look a little bit, but you can see they just put bigger sights on it. And that whole muzzle shroud the venting the venting kind of going on. compensator thing i made it shoot like a nail driver because it was so heavy at the end of the barrel well i mean i don't think anybody actually shot that thing for accuracy but it just no, it really looked not. futuristic and i i just, i love robocop i mean yeah. we're from the detroit area oh, yeah. um he was ocp's know, garbage well, yeah um he was he defended the city of detroit and its citizens i mean um Honestly, my favorite from all three movies has probably got to be the opening uh, gang shootout or whatever. Oh, from Robocop and, 3? Yeah, Robocop 3. With the Splatterpunks? Yep, that yeah. was pretty much it. Um, I basically hated the first one, honestly. I really hated the first one. The second one was okay. The third one, which was actually by critics called the worst, <laughs> and like Peter Weller didn't even come back for it, and they killed off uh, his like partner in the beginning because she didn't want to be in it anymore oh, yeah. and stuff um i honestly enjoy the i enjoyed the the third one more than i do oh yeah the other two that was good like for sure um my number three was actually on your worst guns list (laughs) um i actually like the desperado guitar case gun i don't know i thought it was kind of cool no especially when he was using two of them so impressed oh two of them yeah great because dual wielding always works out for everybody i don't have to justify my pick to you what was your number three then Mine was actually the DL-44 blaster that Han Solo carried throughout Star Wars. Yeah, built off the Mauser platform. Yep, built off a, I mean, a Mauser. And it's just, it's like the quintessential, like, anti-hero gun. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't the hero of the series. He wasn't a bad guy. Everyone loved Han Solo. He was a scoundrel. I People mean, that's not why I loved him. I loved him because he was, like, that, like, you know, just yeah. that rough on the edges, mercenary, smuggler type guy. Scruffy and looking nerfer. He had the... Will you stop? Oh, your fucking love affair with Han Solo, uh, the the drop leg rig. He made the cowboy the cowboy rig like cool again. He's got the vest, like the riding boots and stuff. Like it just the whole vibe was very mm-hmm. like gunslinger esque. And as a kid, when you know we weren't allowed to watch a whole lot of ultra violent movies, um, Star Wars was like that gateway. And mm-hmm. he was, I mean, really, if you talk like who your two favorite characters from the original trilogy as a kid, it was probably Han Solo and, and Wicked W Ewok. What Wicket? What? That stupid bear? Stop. Okay, listen. Before right. you, you even... Number two. Yeah, what was your number two? Um, the Mark 18 Mod Zero that Bradley Cooper used in American Sniper. The Mark 18? Yeah. Oh, the one that he was using when he was house clearing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why? There's literally nothing special about it. I, mm, I like that platform. I like that that particular build that he had on his. I like the the sandy kind of paint job or whatever but also that's like that's when i built my ar pistol that was kind of the idea that i modeled mine after yeah, I the just like that. zero platform yeah. and stuff it's got like the the broomstick front grip it's got the, the Are A's, gonna, you gonna sight you gonna paint yours put a little punisher skull on there um no no, no. i'm uh, not hard enough for that yeah don't do that mm-hmm. I, although i did see somebody on instagram who has like a, a fairly close replica to something like that yeah. um it is it is kind of cool i think he yeah. even took the punisher skull off and a lot of people saw that and were like i'm gonna try and replicate that yeah um, and i think the platform itself gets a lot of love i think if you try to go that far with it and you just you incur the wrath of social media when you oh, try it's... throwing punisher skulls on shit don't do it it's a bad idea it's like painting a dragon on the side of your car you're relegated to the the <laughs> freaks and hippies or, pile uh, or uh, or tribal armbands or barbed wire armband tattoos like those listen, are timeless you're those are timelines, <laughs> no. I don't care what you say. No, you're taking your <laughs> destiny in your own hands at that point and whatever Facts. ridicule you get from there on out you deserve. is entirely deserved. No, I can't yeah, I can't argue that. What was your number two? Uh my number two, yeah, I mean you already gave it uh but the the log mark two from Judge Dread yeah. I, was, I thought it was a super cool platform. Um, I think that they did a good job with it going from both the Sylvester Stallone, uh, mm-hmm. mid-90s, Sylvester Stallone, Ar- Armando Santi coming mm-hmm. into the um, just Dread movie. Right. Uh, they came out. With Carl Urban. Came yeah, Came out like, Urban 20- like 2015. Five years ago or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, um, I, I thought that they they toned down the, the goofiness of it while still keeping the stuff that made it cool in the comic books, like the the DNA um, identification um yeah the hot spot the double whammy like i get it um it's magazine fed and it's mm-hmm. a sci-fi movie so it's not super realistic but it's you know judge Dredd is like probably my favorite anti-hero in cinema or comics um i think that the lawgiver is just a badass sidearm you know as a mm-hmm. judge somebody's who got to be out there doing everything you know i think that was a really 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 good choice yeah no well, i agree with that so what was your number one then Ooh, number one. Yeah. So exciting. It's not that. I can, well, based off the fact that the last number one you gave shot teeth instead of bullets, I'm not really that excited to hear this. The 1874 Sharps rifle from Quigley Down Under. Uh, seriously? Why? Seriously. Why? It's like half a step over a flintlock. You couldn't find anything cooler. It was the- chambered in 45 110. It had a 34 inch octagonal steel barrel. Yeah. That gun was super cool, and he was a sharpshooter in like the old west in freaking in Australia. Australia. And Hans Gruber was his boss that like hired him down there. Yeah, I mean, you I you are trying to hate that gun, and you can't. No, I just don't see There's why something you would so make so that so sexy about I, a lever action single shot I rifle. Don't see why you would make that your number one pick, though. That's like because it's awesome. If this was the NFL draft, yeah. you'd be the fucking Oakland Raiders. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's one Go way and to like, talk to people. Talk about a talk about a reach, dude. No, like, that's like a number nine, number Shut ten up. on the list. Okay. So, and your number one was. Oh wait, hold on. Um, uh, 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 it's gonna be the River Red Redhawk from um Escape from LA. No, actually, it's simply awesome. I mean, you can hate on it, even though I know you like it. I know you like it. What? Um, my number one is the the M4A1 pulse rifle from Aliens. Oh, yeah. It was on my list. Yeah, it's on your list. Yeah. I think you, you undervalued the shit out of that. I, I think it was undervalued, it, I think, you know, for it being... I think it's probably one of the most realistic, um, if you talk about sci-fi, look at like, yeah. where we're at today technology-wise and where something like that would put us. Yeah. Dude, we're already there and then some. I, I agree with that. We got the round-counting technology, right? Ah, that's so stupid. Like, you're in a gunfight. Oh, Stop. Let me check and see if I'm out of ammo because I can't fucking tell that the it's bolt nice locked to the have. rear. It's nice to have. It's like an additional feature. Like, do you need a heated steering wheel? No, but you like having it. No, that's that's what this, the shotgun was for. You don't need that shotgun. That, that wasn't really a shotgun. Like it was a grenade launcher. Whatever. The, it was, the movie in real varied, life, it was a shotgun. In real life, it was a shotgun. Yes, yeah. but for movie's sake, it was a grenade launcher. Which we already also have. And have had since, like, the 70s. The yeah, but their grenades are, like, the size of a shotgun shell and way yeah. less heavy than, like, an M203 round. With less explosive yield. How much do you need? Uh, well, I mean, more than enough to blow up an eggplant or whatever, alien egg sack thing. An alien egg sack thing. Are you referring to one that she pumps, like, four of them into the queen's gut? No. She was, like, shooting the little things that the, the face suckers jump out of. She was, like, pumping them into those. Listen, and Whatever. You're, you're wrong. Um, it, you're no, wrong. Listen, I honestly, I think that uh, of all of them, I think that the M4A1 pulse rifle definitely takes the cake. And I think yeah, that it's a great gun, But anybody I, listening yeah. has never seen the movie Aliens, not Alien, because it's not in right. that one. And it's actually not in any of them. Not the Tom Skerritt one. No. Jump forward like four years or three years from 80s, Alien to Aliens. 84. I want to say 84 is when maybe Aliens came out. five years then, because I know original Alien was... 79 with Tom Skerritt, Sigourney Weaver, and... Right. Um, you know, um, you want well. the Michael Bane. Uh, yeah the michael bain and Sigourney uh, weaver bill Bill paxton was in it um bill paxton the only actor to ever complete the holy trifecta being killed killed by a terminator a predator and a xenomorph and and an alien yeah Yeah, absolutely so guys thanks for checking this out uh again just want to do something a little more fun uh i feel like lately we've been hitting a lot of really heavy topics and we're going to continue back to that but every once in a while you know it's good to get out there and just do something a little bit different so until next time get out there if you haven't seen the movie aliens do yourself a favor and see it and like we always say here stay prepared